Lee Collins of the Binge Mark Podcast, where we try to do what? We try to go ahead and take our life experiences and critical thinking so we can meld and mold a better future. I'm joined with... Brother Wolf here. And uh, everybody wants to be gangster until it's <laughs> time to be gangster. Now, <clears throat> wasn't at the job this time, but Brother Wolf has another story to <laughs> regale us because there's somebody who doesn't know how to act in public. So this is um, basically, I guess you could think of it as another day in retail. Um, but this was not... As a customer, though. This was not uh, Brother brother Wolf's day in retail. This was a, another young gentleman's day in retail. So what wound up happening was I, um, I had to go to our local uh, Dollar General in order to go ahead and pick up some toothpaste, you know, your basic product, your basic dental need. And uh, I go into the store. Um, my my wife and they and our kids, they decided to wait in the car. They We just came from going somewhere, so they were all tired and everything like that. So I, I understand that. So I go into the Dollar General, uh, go to the back part of the store, grab the toothpaste, wait in line for a little while until the line catches up. As you, we all know, Dollar General lines tend to get a little long. Because all you need is what one freaking item, and everybody <laughs> wants to take all <laughs> quite a little while in order to get get things settled. So uh, as I'm waiting in line. Uh, I'm the second to next person in order to come up and I hear the gentleman arguing with the cashier. So he's sitting up there arguing with the cashier about how, you know, uh, this, the the gentleman uh, saw him earlier in the store and thought he was trying to steal something. So now he was going to go ahead and, you know, purchase the item and everything like that and prove that he was wrong. Well, lo and behold, um, he tried to purchase the item, and of course, the sale did not go through, because most likely the cashier was correct in his assumption that the guy um, was up to something originally. So he basically trying to play it off. Exactly, but in order to save face, um, he got mad at the cashier, and he told the cashier that he didn't like his attitude. He said that his attitude was off. Um, and you know, he had an issue and problem with it. And so the cash, how loud was this customer? Oh, he was extremely loud at this point. He was making sure to draw as much attention to himself as possible, you know? And at that time I'm just sitting up there saying, Hey, I want to get rid, you know, I want to go ahead and purchase my toothpaste and, you know, get out the store. It, It makes sense to me. So what wound up happening was the, uh, the guy said that uh, the the cashier at this point had let him know that, hey, you know, uh, I wasn't trying to say anything. He said, uh, you know, you're done with your purchase and uh, you you could go ahead and leave. Oh, no, no, that's store. not that's not how you said it to me. <laughs> say it. Say it how he said. He, he, he said uh, basically, hey, man, like, uh, go ahead and, you know, uh, there's there's nothing in which you know, I meant anything by it and you can go ahead and, and, and go because you're done, you know, go on to the next person. 
And so the guy said, oh, no, I'm, uh, uh, um, you know, you seem like you have a problem with me. So we could go ahead and uh, we could handle this when you get off. And so the cashier let him know, oh, no, we can handle this right now. And so the guy said, oh, well, you know, what, what, what you want to do about it? He's like, we could, we could go ahead outside. And then the cashier said, okay, I'm coming right behind you. And so the guy said, oh, well, it's, it's like that. So what the cashier knew was the gentleman had a gun in his pocket, of course, because those kind of gentlemen are always trying to show off that they have a gun, you know, when they're getting into these kind of altercations. Uh, what the guy was, I guess he should have been aware of, and maybe he was aware of, was the fact that the cashier also had a weapon with him. And so... Um, so, so, so wait, wait, wait. Guy loud caps, cashier. He he's trying to play off the fact that he was skull Douglas. Yes. The cashier's like, "Go on, man, go go on, go on about your day. Run yeah. run over that way." No, man, we can do this right now. We can go ahead and yeah. If somebody said okay, <laughs> if somebody's willing to sign the contract, that yeah, let's do this. I don't want to. I don't want to sign that contract with that person. Uh, and the guy looked like he he was ready. <laughs> the cashier was like, "Whatever you're gonna do." <sighs> so, the uh, the customer and 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 he makes a mistake. And this this is part of uh, a benchmark right here. Okay. If you are in an argument, an altercation with somebody, and you are carrying, well, first of all, let's assume that if you're carrying, uh, the other person is probably carrying too. Because that that happens a lot. Let's make it simple. Assume everybody's caring, and all of a sudden yeah. you become a lot more polite because you know what the common denominator could be. Exactly. So um, the guy walks out in front of the cashier. Now, if you're carrying and the other guy is behind you, and you're walking clearly whoa, out in front of him. Whoa, whoa, wait, I, I must have missed this when you said this the first time. The guy was behind him? The cashier walked out behind the customer. Yes, because the customer walked out ahead and said, we're going to settle this right now. And he kept walking out the door. So the cashier was behind him at this point. And he the customer didn't was, back out? He didn't keep his eyes on him? That was my point. No, he did not. You can't he be kept that his back to the guy. The person who, The person who you're about to get into a confrontation with, an altercation with, he kept his back to. I hope there's a collective sigh from our <laughs> podcast audience because there's no way that you that fucking stupid. I, I I kid you not. I kid you not, brother. It it was one of those situations where I'm like, oh no, he isn't. I don't believe this. And so, do we have to have like gangster school <laughs> to teach you? <laughs> like you, you'd have to wonder that because these are situations that. That this is um, the way Boondocks would put it. This is a, a N-word moment. I won't go any further into it than that. And uh, he was not ready. <laughs> so let me be real with this. As someone who, like I said, in the bar scene, I've had to have my fair share of altercations to stop in this and third. I'm never ready for it mm-hmm. because it can go sideways so quickly. But I've never known you to be as unprepared as this gentleman was that was the original instigator of the situation. Um, 
This I, I normally don't instigate because I know what the the <clears throat> as an old man, there's a few things that's gonna happen. I'm gonna hurt the next day. <laughs> exactly. No matter how well you do in that in that altercation, you will be hurting the next day. Believe and, and, that. And then then jail is a possible option. Right. Fines are a possible option. It's be, just trouble for your life that you don't being need. Being kicked out your favorite establishment. Right. Like walk away, bro. Just let that all right, man. You can go with John on all that, whatever. So um as I said, the customer goes out of the door and the uh, gentleman, the cashier, he is maybe two steps about to go out the door. He pulls out his gun and he shoots the guy twice in the leg before he even gets outside of the outside of the store, outside of the establishment. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> It just hurt. it hurts. It hurts. Okay, so let me make sure I'm following you. Guy says, we can do this right now. And somebody says, okay, let's do this. He walks outside, gets popped twice. Is it the same leg? Yeah, same leg. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're walking with a limp for the rest of your life. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, he's... Walk- Where was the manager? <laughs> so, okay... I'm gonna get to that part in one second. I'm I'm, I'm coming up to that. Oh Jesus! So uh, the the guy is uh, at this point he's on the ground, of course, because he's like, oh man, I, I I didn't mean anything by what I was saying. I didn't mean anything by this, you know, and all that other stuff. I was just talking and everything like that. The cashier is at this point looking at him with a serious look in his face, and the cashier is staring at the gun, pointing it at the gentleman. I don't think we can use the word gentleman anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> As he's standing up over him, I'm looking at his eyes and realizing, uh, and realizing the fact that you know he's thinking about it. The cashier is thinking long and hard about what he wants to do in the next in the next ten seconds. You know, and so uh, the guy is on the ground. He's like, "Man, j- you know, I don't mean anything. Everything like that." And the manager at this point is telling the cashier that he's not worth it. You know, the manager is like, he's he's not worth it. Don't worry, you know, just, just Don't let it do go. It. Not for this. Not yeah. for this. And so the cashier immediately after, I, I'd say about five seconds into staring at the gentleman, um, he, he lowers his weapon. But the other guy at this point has already started the process of sliding his weapon on the ground. He he has his weapon now and he moves it over to get it further away from him. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. This part you didn't tell me uh-huh. because here's my concern. You just got shot. <laughs> you know what he's willing to do. And you yeah. wanna put your hands on that gun? Mm-hmm. I'ma pretend that's the floor is lava. <laughs> Are you the? Oh my! So he he moves the gun away from himself, I guess, in order to let the cashier know that he is no longer uh, going to do it. I, I'm wondering if the guy even had bullets in his gun. To be quite honest with you, uh, but that's not my place in all the wonder. But it, it, it's what I think. So um, at that point, I, I'm walking and I see the cashier in that moment. And I look across and I see my wife and kids in the car and I'm like, hey, man, 
um, I need to go out there in order to go check on my wife and kids. They just saw something, and I need to go check on them. And the guy said, I'm clocking out. You can go ahead and everything like that. So he goes to the back, and I walk by the guy while I'm going to the back, and I go to the car where— You weren't a good Samaritan and offered first aid? <laughs> At, at at that point, you know, I'm assuming that the gentleman is not going to die from his. Two, Why are you still saying gentleman? <laughs> from his two uh, shots in his in his leg. Bo- bullshit, Sean Taylor. <laughs> you, you forget you got an artery in your leg. No, yeah. that's a possibility. Yeah, that's true. But at that point, he's loudly talking about the fact of how you know he he he's begging for his life. He he's saying certain things that would make you know that. He's going to be all right. You know, he's not exactly on the ground saying, oh, I'm dying. Ah, ah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, um, so, 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 so I'm, I'm, there was no crowd of people around? Like, Oh, oh do, yes. Do, do not misunderstand that at this point, um, everybody that was in anywhere earshot um, because uh, as later on when I told this exact same story to my uh, store manager, he said, the thing about Dollar Generals are those stores kind of echo because they're kind of far back. So it's like an echo chamber. Like the moment in which something happens in them, you know, the sound pushes, you know, out. So it carries. So it's not like nobody didn't know what the hell just happened. So what you're telling me is, if I go looking right now, I'm going to find Brother Wolf on Worldstar? <laughs> in passing. In, in passing. Like, uh, let me let me slide through, brother. <laughs> you electric slide. Well, you know what? So, <clears throat> you, did, you know what the important question is, right? <laughs> What's the important question? <laughs> Did you get the toothpaste? <laughs> oh, so as I walk by, because you never told the, me none the, of that, I have the toothpaste in my hand, and I just re- I just realized I didn't tell you this part. I, I have the toothpaste in my hand, and so I hand it off to the manager, and then and then I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'll be getting it. <laughs> well, you know, you might have got shot for shoplifting too. We we see his track record. Golly. I see they don't play. So <laughs> over some toothpaste? <laughs> Man, you better run your mouth under that sink. <laughs> Swish around. <laughs> so what winds up happening is I go ahead and I get into the uh I get into the vehicle. And, and check on family, yeah. And like, check on family, see how they're doing. They're both on the floor of the vehicle, so I understand and everything like that. And um I go in there. And as I'm walking by and I start the vehicle up and everything, um, two things are happening. The first thing is I noticed the guy has now moved his gun further away from him to try to distance it to him and shove it to his friends that were at this point driving off, leaving the guy. So they had backed out and they had started driving off to leave the guy and the guy was sh- throwing his gun out to them. I guess to get the evidence away from him of what he did, I don't. I don't know why he did that. Well, I mean, but. it could. Let's let's pick the easy possibility. If you're a felon and you're carrying a weapon, yeah, I mean, it's all on. kinds of bad. Yo, know, I say Ti taught us that charge. Like, you know, this is why you have security, so you don't have to carry the weapon. They do. Yeah, exactly. So what winds up happening is that that happens. 
as I'm backing out, I almost run over that. Secondly, my wife is like, hey, you know, you you want to make sure that uh, you you want to call uh, the police and everything like that. And I'm like, yes, we do. But we want to get away from the situation first, because in these situations, you have one guy that has held his gun twice to move it away. And you have another guy that is going to have to walk by that guy again on his way out because there's only one way out of that building and that's through that front door. Well, I take that back. There is another way out, but then there would be like alarms and everything like that going on. And we already know you ain't parking the back. Yeah. So obviously the guy was going to come back through that way. So I said, let's get into another parking lot and then let's go ahead and call him. Let him know everything that's going and all that other stuff. So here's the better question. What did the friend, the friends just left him now? Just bleeding? The friends just drove, and actually they pulled off before me because when I was backing up, they were in the way because they were directly behind me trying to hurry up. And after getting the weapon from him that he slid on the ground, they drove off uh, in order to get out of the situation too. So um, I immediately back up at the same point in time as them and I mean, right after them, and we start driving away. And we go into the parking lot across the street and make the necessary calls. And oh, no, you didn't get far enough. No. Yeah. <laughs> so the the street is a it's a large street, though. You, you, you will admit that, right, brother? So. Yeah, but here's the thing. Bullets can travel far. Yeah, that's true. And we've already admitted there's at least two guns in this situation. I've talked about it before. Uh, as someone who was concealed carry, remember that every fight you get in, there will be a gun at it, the situation because you're bringing it. You don't know what they have, and no one says you're going to get to use that gun. So we've sure. already seen two guns, and we know one went off for sure, and we don't know if the friends had some. Mm-mm, you should have got way further than that. Well, immediately after we made the necessary call, um, we drove all the way back. We We went home you know, in order to go ahead and get out of there. Uh, at the same point in time, like you said, brother, um, uh, it might be nice to be, the, uh, to let the ambulances and stuff know, you know, that something had happened in case something did happen to the guys, you know, where he's bleeding out or some crap like that, you know? Or just the fact that, hey, there's probably going to be, I'm worried about, the fact that this was a life lesson that a lot of people just learned today. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure somebody on the on the thing is like, yeah, he's making a lot of good points, or they're making a lot of good points, you know, while listening to this. But it's one of those. What's the scientific method? Fuck around and then find, find out. out. <laughs> exactly. And what just happened? You fucked around and, and found, found out. One hundred percent. So, um, have you heard of any other news about when this happened? Because you told me the location. You said it was a uh, which one? Which of the dollar uh, Dollar General? Has we found anything else out that happened? Yes, absolutely. So continuing on, uh, the next day I actually speak to uh, one of the uh, cashiers that work with me, and here's the funny thing about it: as I'm talking to her, um, uh, I I tell her the situation. And she tells me, she looks at me when I say it, and she she cuts a, 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 a smile as she normally does when she knows something. So she says, that guy that uh, started the altercation with the, uh, with the cashier, uh, 
um, she knows him. Well, not she knows him. Her daughter knows him. And so. So what you mean, cashier or patron? Which one does the, the daughter know? The daughter knows the patron. Mr. I don't know how to not get shot. <laughs> yes, exactly. The one who enters into a, a, a gunfight facing the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, that's what happened to <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fight with weapons and turn my back. <laughs> like, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> but uh, Remind me like when animals see a mirror for the first time. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh my lord. So I'm gonna ask the easy and obvious question. What was his SAT score? <laughs> so after hearing about that that situation and everything like that, uh, the cashier's reply was uh much to my amusement. And this and keep in mind this is somebody who she knows as a family friend, and she said Better to be the last time he fucks around with a cashier. <laughs> Scientific method. <laughs> I know. So, so immediately after that, um, uh, uh, well, I, I go on to work uh, the next day and later on, I mean, throughout the day. And later on, um, they, the lady is talking to me, the cashier is talking to me, and she's talking about a friend. She's talking to a friend. And so the friend says, hey, you were the gentleman before that was uh, around the Dollar General, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the cashier was just telling, you know, me the situation. And then I said, oh, oh, okay. And she said, yeah, I knew the cashier. And then I well, was like. knew he, something happened to him? No, she's, I used to turn past tense because she was just saying that she knew, well, I, he, I assume he doesn't have a job anymore. <laughs> so yeah, so either that or he got him promoted. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he's no longer a cashier. So it is new the cashier, I guess, in that sense. But uh, what wound up happening is, uh, she said, "Yeah," and he does not regret what he did. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All I hear is Dave Chappelle right now. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you, <laughs> you and nobody and no else, else but, but you. you. So, yeah, um, all together, uh, it, it's not just my company that can have one hell of a day in retail. <laughs> so let's let, let's get to some of the easier ideas. Number one, what's our benchmark? If someone gives you an out. Take that out. Take it. Oh, my God, take that out. Are you really prepared to... to for a dollar's worth of items. You're a dollar general. In 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 about 30 seconds, the guy made one stupid decision that, as you said, could cost him not being able to walk right for the rest of his life. Or, um, like I said, like in the case of Sean Taylor, you bled out or whatever the case may be. This man is now hopefully realizing what happened. And, and what would have happened if the cashier had a screw loose? Oh, yeah. He he could have at that point just continued to unload on him. Like I I one of the times I was most frightened for Rev Ross, he told me 
that he got robbed when he used to live, where he used to live pre-Katrina. Barrel of the gun, dead in his face. Give it up, man. Right. What do you do besides give it up? There's nothing else in what you can do. It's not worth your life. Nothing you have on you is worth your life. And if that's the case, then maybe we need to figure out how to make your life more worthwhile, bro. You know? So all this for what? For what? Yeah, exactly. Um, To show you ain't got no know how to fight? (laughs) You face the right way? (laughs) Oh, I mean, over like $3 worth of stuff, you probably were going to get out of, you know, Dollar General or something like that. And it's ridiculous to give up your life over that. And, you know, I I think uh, he learned a life lesson uh, that day. I think we all did. And I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that, it, so you said the kids, it was the, my godson's in the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want them to be exposed to that, but they need yeah. to be exposed to that, to see that life is not fair, life is not fun. I don't want them to be hurt, but unfortunately pain is a part of life. There's consequences for every action. There's a, uh, and you know, these days, uh, you face those consequences a lot more than you would have previously in the past, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, it's more well known, more obvious, you know? Right. So I guess with that being said, brother, I think it may be closing time. <laughs> Didn't you say the cash you already clocked out? <laughs> Yeah, he he already closed shop, so it's good. <laughs> Look, y'all, just realize it's not worth it. There's better things to do with your life, and be safe, because it's too much, too quick, too soon. So signing off of the Benchmark Podcast, this is YNB Collins. Brother Wolf. Let's make sure you stay safe in the future also. Stay away from these places of ill repute. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, oh, that's another thing. My manager was uh, telling this story to his wife, and she was like, wait, this is him again with this <laughs> situation? I, I'm like, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of benchmark media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at the Real Benchmark Podcast at gmail.com or www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com. Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC.